Oh, hello. This episode is brought to you with the support of our backers over at patreon.com forward slash cinema swirl. Since the last time we talked about this, we've been absolutely blown away by the amount of support we've received. We've already reached a couple of our goals, which means we'll be able to do some cool stuff, including getting me and Kevin in the same room to record again for a few special occasions and creating some new merch. Oh, and we're perilously close to reaching our goal to make me watch the extended edition of Lord of the Rings Return of the King. If you want to join the party, you can do so over at patreon.com forward slash cinema swirl. $5 backers will get access to our new monthly show, Cinema Swill, where we look at some pretty crap movies. Episode 1, Super Mario Brothers, is out now, and episode 2, Jack and Jill, will be out very, very soon. Plus, if you backers with any amount, you'll get access to the brand new Cinema Swirl Discord server, which has been a really nice way for our community to hang out and talk about all sorts of things. Post pictures of our pets, I'm in there quite a bit talking about fizzy drinks, it's great. If that sounds like fun or you just want to find out more, head on over to patreon.com forward slash cinema swirl. Alright, enough chit chat, let's get swirling. <laughs> Cinema Swirl, episode 43, everything is alright, Kevin and Sam will tuck you in at night, and if you want to be a man with Pepsi, you won't find nobody else like me, yeah, knocking on the doors of Hollywood, all the way through Tinsel 10, it's Kevin here, who's seen films along with my OTP Sam, who is not, hello, how are you today Sam? I'm alright, thank you, I'm not too bad, pretty pretty good yeah? today, feeling fast and breezy for episode 43z, <laughs> you know it, you know it, so you have been living in a post two towers world, how's life been treating you with the newfound knowledge that it wasn't the worst thing ever, and and everyone really enjoyed the episode. It, it was and well received. It was, it was well received. Incredibly well received. Yeah, I, it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. I'm still iffy about that star white rating, but I can't take them back. Once they're gone, they're gone. Once they're out the door, you can't. Yeah, undo. that's it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I started. I'll have to ask you to finish. <laughs> you know, that was that was what it was. So I listened to the episode back, and I, I must agree with you. There was something a bit off about that star white rating, and <laughs> m- unlike Lord of the Rings which you know in this third installment let's just say it, it get, hits the note of it being the final thing over and over again this is very much the star wipe equivalent rating of being taken off the toilet mid poo and the doorbell rings and it's like oh <laughs> three like the yeah the rewind button hits and then you just have yeah. to quickly take small steps down the stairs it felt like that was perhaps not your most dwelled on final final answer you know well, it was quite funny because in the edit I realised that in the pre-swirl section which we recorded the day before so I was a bit lost and forgot what I'd said I went oh I'm not going to just be like uh, it's alright three star wipes I actually said that <laughs> In the pre-swirl bit. And then at the end, I'm like, it was all right, three star wipes. It was a bit of, like, foreshadowing that I put into the start of the podcast. It's true what they say, Sam. We become what we hate. (laughs) And it's it's true what they say, we become our fathers. So I guess it's true what they say, daddy or chips. Yes. Since then, we have launched the Patreon, and that has been wonderful, and thank you very much to our backers. Interestingly, regarding Lord of the Rings, one of our stretch goals is to make an episode where we watch the extended edition of Yay! The Return of the King. 
Oh, man. We will get round to it anyway, but if we get to a certain amount, we will watch the long version and talk about the long version, and we'll do it straight away as soon as we hit that amount, which is going to be so awful. So, we'll strap a rocket to it. Is that what you're saying? You're going to hashtag uh, get a rocket strapped on? Yeah, I think... <laughs> A lot of the Patreon goals have been based around my suffering, which I it's it's nice thing to market and to monetize. <laughs> oh, the, the suffering is it? The suffering. I may uh, call you out on this. Actually, Let's go back and, to that uh, star wipe rating. Just edit in a clip been... of me going three star wipes. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a I've got a bone to pick with you, Chaplin. I've waited a long time to say this. But, right, your supposed misery, mm. which almost always now seems to involve you eating crispy <laughs> M&M's. How many fucking bags have you been through in the last two months? <laughs> Support, oh, I hate them. Like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Right. I know this now. I know this fucking game. All right, Shane Dawson coming out with your conspiracy <laughs> theories. Knock it off. That's a very topical reference for, like, right now, but... That's vintage February 2019 Mm. right there, folks. (laughs) I'm just saying, Sam, when I started down a path of eating pork scratchings (laughs) after becoming a vegan, you were quick to point out to me the hypocrisy of my ways. Mm. And Jack Hughes, my good friend Jack Jack Hughes, I'm in the fucking jacuzzi over here right now, and the bubbles of controversy are steaming up. (laughs) Seriously, are you going to admit that you, you, oh, hey, all this candy, all this sugar, and fucking, come on now, you're loving this. You're loving this. Yeah, they're all right, three star wipes. I still don't like them. They're the worst M&M's. If, if I don't get my way on my Twitter poll, I'm going to have a fucking tone the hole for my tea on Sunday. Like, come on now. All right. We know you love us. They're nasty. What what has grown on you more? Crispy M&M's or Lord of the Rings, The Two Towers? Lord of the Rings, The Two Towers. Interesting. Yeah, Crispy M&M's, I'm still... They're, they're the worst M&M's and they're not a good snack. Not a good snack. The texture is weird. The texture oh, is strange. Oh, come on now. And it's... The, the texture of this conversation is weird. Let's hit into that mailbag. Welcome to the mailbag. Yo, you're in the mailbag. <laughs> this first question came in to cinemaswirl at gmail.com. That is cinemaswirl at gmail.com. And this is from Mike Hatfield, who asks, You can replace any actor in any movie with Jared Leto. Who would you choose, Winky Face? Oh, <laughs> oh man. I love the winky face at the end. It's like, oh, hey. Oh, man, that's, that's difficult. I mean, Sam, the real question is here, who do you want to, what movie do you want to turn upside down, <laughs> inside out, and goddamn side to side? Uh. Whoa. I mean, maybe I put him instead of Dennis Quaid in the movie Twister, because <laughs> that's one of the most twisted cats in all of Hollywood, baby. <laughs> Whoa. My answer for this, and this has become kind of my go-to answer for anything, is Samwise Gamgee. (laughs) (laughs) I think just having Jared Leto as Sam would be wonderful miscasting. But he would really go for it. He would put on, like, a bit of weight. He would, like, shave, like, bits of his bone off so he was shorter. Oh, that's because I was about to say there, I was like, oh, that's bad casting, Sam, because he'd be way taller than Frodo. No, and but he'd, look at, he'd look a sight like... He's fucking method, mate. He's going to cut off his feet just to be able to play that role. He's so dedicated to it. He'll, he'll, it'll be like a metamorphosis. He'll change entirely for the wrong. Man, he is such a method that he would make method man go man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Very much a deep... <laughs> 
deep, deep dives only. I mean, I wouldn't mind seeing old Jared Leto in... I mean, if we're allowed to cross the streams over into Cinema Swill, sure. uh, our next Cinema Swill is Jack and Jill with oh. Adam Sandler. Mm. And I kind of feel that the only real true way to kind of get... I mean, the guy's... I'm talking like... Is, is he kind of like got some sort of a mental problem? Because he's got all these personalities and sides to me. It's such a deep, twisted cat yeah. that he could play his sister of himself as well, I think. Right. Like a gritty reboot of Jack and Jill. Yeah. With, ja- <laughs> with Jared, Jared Leto. Yeah. And it's like, whoa, like Jack, Jill has laid out all of these knives in a very particular manner. Like, this is, he's crackers, uh, mate. He's, he's bananas. I can't he's, wait until we do a film that does actually legitimately have Jared in it. It's going to be great. There's part of me, like, there's this little 15-year-old, 14-year-old me that doesn't abide quality in any way, shape, or form, but it's just a fucking never-say-die cartoon comic geek who's like, ah, what's Batman versus Superman, Donna Justice? Mm. What's Suicide Squad? It's got Killer Croc. <laughs> yeah. And I kind of feel that Cinema Swill could be a means to an end in that. Oh, shit, we could put the... Oh, okay. Ah. Yeah, we could do those kind of films. I'm Ooh. thinking a DC Swill coming at we you could do real that soon. 14-year-long Superman film that they had that was just <laughs> fucking indulgent as shit. And if Sam eats two bags of crispy M and M's, we'll watch the extended version. <laughs> All right. <laughs> this next question came in to facebook.com forward slash cinema swirl. That's facebook.com forward slash cinema swirl. And this is from Jessica Speed. How do you guys feel about seeing multiple films at the cinema in one day? I used to look. Whoa, whoa, uh, Sam, sorry. If you read that out slower than 15 words per minute, the question will explode. Because the surname is Speed. Have you seen Speed? <laughs> nope. Oh, oh, man. <laughs> come on. Look, you've been riding around on public transport all calm, <laughs> uh, unjustly. This must be rectified. Okay, this question comes in from the film Speed, uh, which asks, How do you guys feel about seeing multiple films at the cinema in one day? I used to love seeing two or three films in a day, but now I like to see just one and let the film settle before I see another. <sighs> from Jessica Speed. I mean... Back-to-back films. I've heard mm. of binging series, Sam, online on the World Wide Web, mm. you know, but I've not... <laughs> what word web did you say? Hey, <laughs> on all, the, all my favourite websites <laughs> on my bookmark tabs, my taps. Uh, so, um, I've heard of binging series, mm. but binging movies. I'll be honest, I don't know if a movie is a bingeable content, you know? I think it's... It's hard to binge a movie. I've heard a lot of people saying that, that and it's also value for money as well because mm. they'll go into the cinema and they'll see something, then they'll get out, and when everyone goes to the toilet, they just slip into another movie. Oh, no, 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 and that's that, not on. No one, no one's the wiser. However, apparently that's... That's very difficult to police. Like, you can't really I was going to say, like, have you been on the inside? Like, how would you stop that? I mean, were you, the fact that you didn't even aware that this practice was going on under your very eyes. I think this is to do with the showing times and you know that there's not too much overlap in terms of films finishing and it's you know they'd get caught out by the cleaners or something if they just went into a thing anyway i have done this in a cinema really I have what done... the the, uh, the the bang bang of going to two yes. movies in a row or or illicitly sneaking in like no i'm not a sneaker <laughs> i'm more of a training shoe no that's <laughs> <laughs> that's not good um when i started working at a cinema they had a little thing for the staff where you would be able to get two tickets per week to anything you wanted to go and see ah. and i thought well i can see one film once with a friend 
or a mate or a mate <laughs> a friend or a mate they they didn't specify <laughs> no or i can see two films in a week myself just uh, alone solo oh but did you do this Lone one Wolf. after the other oh. then Yes, I did. This is the first... I think this is like the... It was very early on in me working at a cinema and having access to these free tickets. I don't remember what the first film was, but oh boy, do I remember what the second film was that I saw was on Was it my Suicide own. Squad? No, it was <laughs> David Brent, the movie. Oh! oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh. It was me and two other people in the whole screen. It's quite late in the evening. And I, I, you don't want that to be the second movie you see when you see two movies in a row, you know? Oh, no. You want- That's a difficult... I mean, that is... No matter what you see, no matter what you see, that is the disappointing second movie. Yeah, <laughs> it's... Mm, it was not... Oh, that film was not ideal. Now, can I ask you a little bit about the mechanics of this? Because the only way I've ever heard of people doing this is legitimately, illegally, which is go see a movie, then it's like, all right, we get out, stretch your legs, and let's pop into the other movie, right. as I've heard. But what happened in your case is you like, ah, great movie, out you go. And then you like kind of, there's like a buffer, a safety zone for like a cool down, and then you're allowed to represent your tickets and then yeah, go back around. I went out and then Did you went go in back for in a little again. twirl? Did you go for a spin like? Yeah, you know? I went out, had a chat to some of my colleagues and then went back through. So you had a mosey is what you had. I had, a, you had mosey. a mosey. I had a, a mosey. mosey. <laughs> there was a little bit of downtime between the two. Isn't it like when you get the train and you have to like get off at Newark Northgate and go to Newark yeah the other fucking Newark and you have to walk through the thing there's a bit of downtime you got to perambulate a little perambulation yeah, yeah. I, I love referencing those two train stations <laughs> <laughs> Newark Castle and Newark Northgate classic stations but you have to walk between the two no thank you so yeah but there were people who in my cinema career who would buy tickets for two films in a row like there was a couple who said we do this all the time we've seen three in a row once <laughs> We, we make a day of it. Well, you know, my dad loves this concept. I think he may have officially given up on it. Mm. But one year he was like, what if we watch all the Lord of the Rings movies? And then, <laughs> like, then it's like that. On, on a day. And he's he's out like a light. Yeah. But by the time they're in Rivendale, like, you know, it's like, well, we've got two and a half more movies to go. And I do remember when Star Wars came out and videoed the, the remastered trilogy after I'd seen them in the cinema. Mm. I got it for Christmas. I got the, the gold dark fader head that had the three videos of star wars right. and i'm like well i'm 10 and there's no way i'm not watching All every three. single one of these and i got through two and then it was like they're on the sail barge in return of the jedi and it was two in the morning and it was like everyone had gone to bed and i was told i had to go to bed right now and there's no i don't know if and i reckon if i can't make it work as a child how can i make yeah. it work as an adult it's too much isn't it and it's one of those things where you know people say you you were jokingly saying i've heard about binging a series i think it's to do with the structure of episodes of tv versus the structure of a film it's a lot to go through that arc twice in a row whereas tv shows they have a nice neat little everything's back where it started if it's a comedy or you know it gives you a nice start and finish within half an hour chunks or hour chunks whereas a film i don't know i'm trying to think if we could pick three movies to watch in a row you know that's instinctively that hurt my heart yeah i can't think of any three movies i'd want to watch in a row have you ever done one of those marathons before a new release yes for star wars or anything like that or just a marathon in general i've been to a marathon once Mm. i went to my brother went through this phase and i'm not entirely sure what inspired it yeah but things like fright fest and stuff like that 
that yeah, they're yeah. in Edinburgh, London, where it's like, wow, 900 hours of movies in a row. I and think you just my brother went here. to one of those. Yeah, and I did one with my brother. I did one day of one, and we came in around 11 in the morning, and we finished at like 3 or 4. We left early because it was going all night, and I was like, you know what? My, my legs are so dead right now. Yeah. Ironically, when you're in a place where you want to go to something like that, you're not in any way in the shit. I mean, I get really sore in the cinema if I'm there for longer than two hours. Mm. You know, it's like a bus journey for me. So being in there and eating all my meals in the cinema, like going and getting food from like nice food carts, even if it's nice food, I don't know. I get a sense of lethargy. I can feel my blood pressure rising when I'm sat down for that long. So I just personally, it's not for me. I know people get a great satisfaction, a great sense of community mm. of like, whoa, we watched all these movies together. And when I was at the Fright Fest in Edinburgh, it was like, no, 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 I'm definitely going home right now. It's like two in the morning, fuck this. And they're like, the next movie is a Mormon zombie movie. I'm like, okay, <laughs> I will stay another 100 minutes, you know? I, I've just remembered I also watched The Force Awakens before then watching The Last Jedi at midnight. <gasps> Oh, that's a long slog. And Kevin, I fell asleep during The Last Jedi, the film I paid <laughs> money to see. I thought, well, I want a recap of the previous new Star Wars, so I'll go and see them back to back. And I, I was so knackered, because it was a midnight release, and I watched a two-hour-something movie before it. Yeah, that's really interesting, I because, like... big fucking sleep during The Last Jedi. <laughs> like, if you're there and you go asleep, yeah. you know at the start of the movie and you're there with all the, the people who are really excited to see The Force Awakens and they're all like all giddy and you're like yeah hey and then you fall asleep and you wake up imagine me kind of like a 28 days later scenario where this horrible event has happened <laughs> that has upset a lot of people by the way I love The Last Jedi you know but people yeah, get so upset by that movie yeah. and I think the idea of you waking up and there being like flaming wreckage and pitchforks <laughs> and like ah like what's happened I was bush napping for 30 minutes I told several people at work that I was going to do this and that I was going to watch the new Star Wars film and I had to come in the next day and pretend that I had seen it oh. I thought, oh it was great I loved it and then later in the week go back and watch it like at a more reasonable hour that's how Lucasfilm gets the big bucks you have to go and see it <laughs> twice like <laughs> and uh, how did those ticket sales show up and the person who had to buy it twice because they didn't get to see it the first time accidentally exactly the same <laughs> sir Lucas <laughs> yeah it turns out Hollywood, Sam, far from being a dream factory, is a business. Don't be fooled by the special effects. Now, Kevin, I've been totally recalling some of these great cinema memories that I've had in my life. Wow! Whammer! Boom. What film are we covering today on Cinema Swell? Sam, there are many movies which I could say have a hot contender for being my all-time favourite movie. Wow. And we're about to watch one that is right the fuck up there. Holy shit, okay. We are about to watch my favourite Arnie movie by far, the Paul Verhoeven classic, Total Motherfucking Recall. <laughs> Sam, I love watching Arnie movies on Cinema Swirl with you. <laughs> that sounded like a nice, neat little promo there. It did. It's, it's, it's what it is. Arnie, he inspires passion and succinctness. That's mm. how he goes about his business. I've enjoyed the Arnie movies that we've seen so far. I'm a, I'm a big Arnie enthusiast based on what I've seen in this world. Terminator. Yeah. We had, uh, sorry, Terminator 2, I should say. Yeah. We had Commando. Yeah. We have also had Chenny. Predator. Chenny. Jingle all the way. Jingle all the way, lest yeah. we forget. Out of those handsome four films, which of those would you say is your favourite? It's between, I think, Terminator 2 and Jingle All the Way. Ah. For very different reasons. 
what what are the reasons for your your liking of those? Because yeah, Arnie, a very broad church or Arnie movies, I will say. Broad church. Broad church. So Terminator Two, I have fond memories of that because it was episode two of Cinema Swirl. Diddly do. Diddly do. Episode two. Right in those early days, uh, it's very exciting. Not now, where I'm bored of it and I hate it. It's <laughs> <laughs> like when I was. Enough with the films already, jeez. <laughs> and it was just a really fucking good, fun action movie. It was really, really good and enjoyable, and I had a, had a good time watching it with my good friend Kevin Mahan on Cinema Swirl. A romp, I would say, it was is a, a good way. And Jingle All the Way was a similar kind of feeling, but in a more Christmassy, comedy way. Um, right. Yeah. The man himself, Arnold Schwarzenegger, uh, I, I, it's safe to say you're familiar with the work of the man now. I mean, would you say you anticipate quality when Arnie is attached to the uh, film? I anticipate a good time, ah, which is different from quality. Very, absolutely. But, yeah, I anticipate <laughs> I'm going to have a good time watching this for... I mean, it could be quality. He's been in some quality films. He's been in some bad-ish films that are made better through him just being in it and his presence. If it wasn't for him, most of his movies, I think, would not be watchable. No. But by virtue of the fact that he is in them, this fascinating, weird presence. Yes. It's like, it's kind of, all right, the movie has to work extra hard to kind of overcompensate in this weird way, but Mm. he still, like, very much knows what he does, and he does it very goddamn well. A name I'm going to throw at you, the director, here, Paul Verhoeven. Do you remember what other movie we've watched on Cinema Swirl that was directed by this man? I was going to say it's one of the Alien sequels, but they were Ribbly, Ribbly, Wibbly Wobbly Scott, Riddler Scott, uh, Robocop. Maybe? Yes, Robocop. Robocop. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Paul Verhoeven, old iron butt himself, back (laughs) in the saddle here. And this is based off of a story from Philip K. Dick. It's a second dick adaptation. Another dick. I know what you're thinking. On a podcast with you guys, another (laughs) dick. Like, But yes, we've got Philip K. Willie is going to be in there providing inspiration. (laughs) Now, Total Recall is... As, as it's a Philip K. Mickey uh, story it's based off of, yeah. and Philip K. Ghoulies, he only does things <laughs> a very particular way. And I was wondering, with mm. Philip K. John Thomas, it being kind of a, a high-concept movie, like we had with Blade Runner, have you ever heard of anything about the hook of Blade Runner? <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Be professional. Come on, man. Uh, Come on. <coughs> I've not heard much about um, Philip's... Uh, Written work. <laughs> How Phil? <laughs> Phil's books. I, I mean, I know they're very popular. He's he's a very very um, esteemed science fiction author. Yeah. Um, with a, a, I think quite a vast canon of books. Yeah, well, most of which have been adapted in one way, shape, or form. He's yeah. got like, a gajillion things. Man in the High Castle. There was a whole Channel Four series that was just like adapting various. Yeah, short stories of his, yeah. yeah. So do you know what the gimmick of Total Recall is? Do you know anything about the setting of this movie? Here's my best guess. Okay. It's a lot like Jingle All The Way, but kind of in reverse. So a toy is on the market, and because of a choking hazard that they didn't anticipate, there has been a total recall of that product, and Arnie is the man in charge of getting those products off the shelves and Ah. not into the hands of children. He's trying to take it away from them so that they don't die. A total recall, A total recall. Like, you can't have any of these products on the shelf, but they're out there, and it's Christmas time. He's got to get them back. That's my guess. We open on Christmas morning in suburbia. Everything's perfect. Or is it? I love my Turbo Man action. (laughs) No, you don't. (laughs) Give me back. Ah, he is choked on the Turbo Man action figure. 
We must initiate the total recall now! To be honest with you, I don't know what happens in this film. Really? I... Bullshit! No, not not bullshit. I don't. This is a film that I, for a long time, got confused with both Blade Runner and Logan's Run. I would say Total Recall Ah. is mixed into that, like, science fiction-y, dystopian-y thing where something happens, but I can't remember what it is. I don't know. I don't know about Total Recall. Oh my god, you are going to have your fucking mind blown like because uh, it's one of those movies where like most people who i've shown it to and this mm. is like the quintessential like oh you, you like arnie movies like have you seen the best one because here it is like because it is the fucking right. goddamn mac daddy of it and like it's something that oftentimes people have heard at least the gist off of and then it's like you have to kind of sell someone like oh no no, i know you know what the gist is but it still is very good you don't even know what the gist Generally of it is i don't know what the gist is i've seen a gif of arnie in a machine going wah, wah, like he's like really upset that he's in it's this on my machine. coffee mug that i often have here i don't know if you've ever called it yeah yeah i've got arnie in in said machine in the machine oh my god this is such a fucking treat for you well, You're gonna i have do him. know when trying to find this film on legal dvd sites or otherwise was that it's also the title of arnie's autobiography (laughs) yes his autobiography is just called total recall it is my total and complete recollection of events (laughs) no it's not it's just total recall love it absolutely love it there was i remember some series being on called scrotal recall it was like a comedy show about a guy getting back in touch with people he'd had sex with because he had a disease what did he rub his scrotum on them like i I mean (laughs) do you remember this (laughs) do you remember (laughs) Do you recall this? Do you recall this? Uh, 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 did you know there was a remake of this? Yes. Um, floating around. Because this was um, a public vote. Uh, this was voted for by people on facebook.com forward slash in as well. That is facebook.com at gmail.com. <laughs> oh no! The mega powers are colliding! We must recall <laughs> it. Wow, Sam, the internet's falling apart! I had seen some of the comments and one of them was... You should review the shit remake for Cinema Swill. Oh, no, we're not daft bastards now. Come on. <laughs> well, that. well, no, 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 no. That's the whole gimmick of the show. <laughs> hang, hang on a minute. Like, I want to reclaim daft bastard on behalf of us here, all right? Yeah. There's some of us who wear that as a badge of pride, yeah? Who's in it? Colin Farrell? Yeah. Yeah. Colin Farrell, yeah. I just did that Alan Partridge shrug gif. There, just Big with... deal? Mm-hmm. So what? Like, so yeah, Colin Farrell, he's no Arnold Schwarzenegger. No. If he was Arnold Schwarzenegger, he wouldn't have been allegedly bullied out of the school that I went to uh, so oh. you know that's a little bit of a fun trivia for you there folks nice. like Right. Yeah, I I I, I'm, I toughed it through, like, you know, yeah. I put down my bottom lip and had a stiff upper lip, you know. Duh, those bullies don't bother me now. <laughs> You're tougher than Colin Farrell. I'm just saying, my toughness is equatable via a parallel line to the other part of the graph, and that point on that graph is Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. So, uh, who's the Brussels from Austria now, huh? <laughs> it's me. <laughs> right. Well, I don't know the plot of this. Oh my god! I know Arnie's in a machine. I, you know yeah. what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna say it now. I, I can't hide that I know this. There is th- a three booby lady. There is a three boob lady. Mm. Have you been on those special sites again? Those <laughs> websites on the web? Have you? No, this wasn't one of my clips for sale ventures. Thank you very much. You've not much. been on uh, on the looking at the pornographic imagery, have you? <laughs> No, that was another thing in the comments. I need to stop looking at the comments. I need to find some way to manage the Facebook page while also not seeing what people say about stuff. But someone was like, oh, I can't wait till Sam sees the 
three booby lady. Hey Sam, I'm going to spoil the episodes. <laughs> I know it's done boogity, in, boogity, boogity. with good intentions. <laughs> but yeah, so I know about the three booby lady, but I don't know the context of three booby. Okay, so we know that it's got Philip K. Willie, it's got Arnold Schwarzenegger, and a woman with three breasts. It's going to be a blast. <laughs> it's going to be an absolute hoot and a holler. Sam, I think you're going to fucking love this, but that's just my hot take saying the man who loves this movie above all else. And I've not watched it in a while, so I can't fucking wait hey. to get settled in. <laughs> Let's go do a cinema swirl. We have successfully gotten our asses to Mars. But Sam, will I see you at the party? Initial gut reaction to Total Recall. That was fucking nuts, and I really enjoyed it. Yes, (laughs) yes, 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 yes. (laughs) Oh my god. What a violent movie. What a crazy movie. (laughs) So violent, so weird, so twisty and turny, so silly, so good, so fun. I had a good time. I feel very good about this movie. Yes. Oh, my God. I'm so fucking glad you've enjoyed this. Oh, boy. Total Recall is just... It's just a fucking everyday movie. You know, that I I don't think I'll ever not be in the mood to watch Total Recall because it scratches so many itches. Mm. I've got my adventure, but I've also got a lot of high-concept sci-fi. And I've got a lot of silly comedy, let's be honest. Intentional and otherwise. Yes. (laughs) Arnie is a perfect fit for this, and yet he's the complete wrong person to <laughs> it's so interesting, right? This whole <laughs> process of making this movie is like a complete, like, it's just like looking right into the soul of Arnold Schwarzenegger and how he does business. Because mm. this was bought, like, the story was bought in, like, the 70s, pretty right. much as soon as it was written, it was picked up, like, someone's going to make a movie. And two lads spent ages trying to make a movie out of it, mm. out the original story, which is called We'll Remember It For You Wholesale. Yeah. And that story really just has the concept of you can buy the, the memories or the dreams essentially of whatever it is you want and they spent ages making it never worked because it was too like highbrow people thought they ended right. up making Alien those two lads they, it's the script oh. they made to kind of cleanse the palate afterwards right. but in the original story it is meant to be a bit of a, a boring office drone like a John Everyman type who's really boring and that's why he wants to get his ass to Mars and that's why originally it was Richard Dreyfus was the original name right. attached to this and then it was like why don't we rewrite this and make it a little bit more hench and it was like Patrick Swayze was then attached to okay. it. And then Arnold Schwarzenegger uh. is like, I want to be in this movie. Also make Paul Verhoeven the director. Also make it incredibly violent. I want to get my astomers. I don't know why Arnold Schwarzenegger clicked with this movie so much, but he was apparently like, even for him, he was involved in this movie at an alarming degree. Like, right. when the trailer came out, he didn't like the trailer and he made them recut because it didn't sell the action and adventure and whimsy of Total Recall. <laughs> It's funny you mention all that stuff with the the story and people writing it because I, I noticed in the credits the credit the opening title sequence is fucking great by the way na, 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 great music na, na. these kind of red beams of light with the names oh, fusing God. into it in, but ah it's good that all be CG these days Sam as well <laughs> and that's why like that's the proper they made those letters for real that was a real actual tactile font right there I noticed there was credits for the original story this is based on is this by Philip K Dick then there was people who did the screen story and then people who did the screen play 
So there was the original story, story. What the the screen story, and the screenplay. There's three layers of story to this thing, which I guess is kind of apt, really, when you think about it. But holy moly, a lot of people wrote bits of this, and it was based on another thing and based on another thing. I can never really think of instances where it's like someone tries to make something and then they fuck it up, and then they try to make it again, and then they fuck it up, and then someone else comes in and is like, right, fuck all this, and then that doesn't work, and then someone else comes in with Arnold Schwarzenegger and says, right, do this instead. (laughs) And it it somehow works. Like, it's pitch perfect. (laughs) The tone of this shouldn't work Uh, at all. No. We open after those red credits, officially on the red planet itself. The planet Mars, or as it's known in America, planet Milky Way. Uh, Yeah, their names for chocolate are different over there. uh, Yeah. uh, I forget which one it was, because when I was in America, I did an experiment of eating as much candy as possible for scientific purposes. And during that time, I realized that a number of candies have alarmingly similar names, but are confusing. Like Milky Way. Their Milky Way is our Mars bar. So if you're looking for nougat, you're in business because a Mars bar has got that. But if you don't want caramel, you're in all sorts of trouble. But what's that's their not... Milky Way? I didn't find a Milky Way, but I will say there was something. I think it's Galaxy, but I, there was something which is Dove and it had the same like font as the Mate, Dove. you were we... eating soap. <laughs> that's what happened No, because <laughs> as a kid, right, everyone knows this. Everyone relates to this. Right, this is a bit of the thing that everyone relates yeah. to. When you were a kid, hmm. everyone's parents had a Dove Cream Bar, and you wanted to take a bite out of it. The soap. And, yeah, because it yeah, said yeah. Dove Cream Bar, mm. and it had all, like, pouring jug liquid and thick and mm. creamy. Yeah, I want a Dove Cream Bar. I, I love cream. I love bar. You know? Come on. Yeah. But uh, over in America, they're using that Dove for actual chocolate, so I didn't ah. buy it just in case. I think it was their version of Galaxy. I could be wrong. So they're washing their hands with chocolate over in America, right? Right, that <laughs> yeah, pretty much what's like, happening? Yeah, okay. I it's, think uh, it's 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 why there's a diabetes epidemic because everyone licks their hands after they wash their hands in chocolate. You see, Sam. <laughs> uh, we open on the red planet itself, mm. Mars, and the first line of dialogue in this movie is Arnold Schwarzenegger going. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking the first few minutes of this movie, you get that great title sequence, and then you get Arnie straight up just making some fucking Arnie noises. Yeah, and they're great Arnie noises. He knows what he's selling here. He knows what he's got to give, and he's giving it a hundred percent. The face. Let's talk a little bit about that face. Oh, the uh, swelly, bleh, like a swollen and gorged face that only a mother could love, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> like you've just squeezed him from the middle and it's all coming out of the f- oh it's it's gross it's very tactile and physical and real these are those old school special effects before CG yeah back when it was all puppets and stew meat as they'd say in Ren and Stimpy like <laughs> it was uh, something to behold I remember seeing that very young I saw this movie I think when I was like eight you right. know and I remember seeing that scene just being like horrifying yet somehow that didn't freak me out as a kid no I know a lot of people who that scene in particular is like mm. what is my first nightmare well as a matter of fact it happens to be the opening scene ah, from Total Recall that yeah. bit I know some people as well who like haven't seen the movie mm. they've just watched that bit as a kid and they're like ah, and they turned Switched. it off and that <laughs> 
And imagine if you just saw that, like, switching channels as a kid. And, like, ah! and yeah. then you never knew what it was. There's a whole movie in there, not just Exploding Face. It's yucky, but it's great. It's very bizarre and horrifying. And I imagine that could scar many a child. The thick, beefy tongue is what does it for me, Sam. <laughs> That's such a lovely thing about this movie, though, is that I think it's, like, this fucking crossways in mm. Hollywood history. Before you had special effects that were entirely computer-generated, but when yes. you still had... I mean, this movie not only has it got puppets, it's got shitloads of miniatures, like, all yeah. the spaceships and spacecrafts and the colonies on Mars and all that. And it has some technological whiz-bangery as well. It's like some of the first ever uses of CG and some of the last ever uses of them old brick and mortar, the old special effects they used to make down the mill. You know, Ma and Pa used to make, you know. They used to have to work a 20-hour shift in the special effects dream house to, <laughs> to get those. So Arnie wakes up. It was all a dream, or was it? And he's comforted by his wife, Mm. Sharon Stone, a.k.a. Laurie, a.k.a. was in Basic Instinct because Paul Verhoeven liked how she beat up Arnie when they were practicing for this movie. Uh, I've not seen Basic Instinct either. Oh, well, that might be a future swirl. What have I seen, you know? Exactly. Well, the previous episodes of this and Suicide Squad. (laughs) So she comforts him in a very exposition-y type way. It's like, oh, you're dreaming about Mars again. I know you're upset with Mars. I know there's that girl you're dreaming about. Oh, the brunette no. girl. No, you know you are the girl of my dreams. <laughs> Except the brunette girl who, in a much it's more literal <laughs> sense, the girl that is reoccurring in my dreams. In my dreams. <laughs> <laughs> I know a friend of mine back in university woke up one morning like mm. with his girlfriend and it was one of those relationships where they didn't get on very well yet they right. still managed to stay together for like six or seven years mm. and he woke up one morning and she went what did you dream about? And he went huh it's really weird I dreamt I was with another woman and then straight away it was just like she <laughs> she was so angry with him right. because of this dream woman who was like and she had no one to be angry at like other than him obviously yeah. because you know they're in the dream they're, they're not real yeah no. like you know that's uh, and that those dream women get away with all sorts Sam all sorts he was dreaming about a woman but he was dreaming about a woman's face no her face didn't swell up did it at this point his face swelled up and she was there like ah what's going on ah and that was and the then dream. you wake up and it's like oh, I had a dream I was just another woman such was the guilt that my face exploded <laughs> Uh, you you must like butter wouldn't melt in my mouth I was awful red faced and swollen I had a yeah. beefy tongue butter wouldn't melt in my mouth but my face would melt on Mars when it gets exposed to the atmosphere it would very difficult for butter to melt in the sub-zero temperatures <laughs> of the surface of Mars we get lovely little scenes here where they're in their future house which is like regular houses but has cool features like a window that could turn into mountain views some of this technology seems to be coming true now, doesn't it? There's like, I feel like some of these TV companies are like, we've got a rollout screen or a screen that turns into a painting or, or something. Or a home assistant that refuses to recognize the Irish accent. <laughs> Dear Gwit Alexa, I'm a Don Moore tattoo. <laughs> That's in a fucking breeze, Sam. I hate like- her. I love the window telly, though. Yeah, I, want, I would like, of all the potential future tech in here, mm. I think window telly has got to be up there. There's one or two other ones which will go, which I think could be game changers. We could be going on the shark tank with some of these of Paul Verhoeven. Hasn't had the fucking common sense to patent pen this shit. We discovered that there's, like, terrorists on Mars. Yeah. I mean, that could have been a good name for a film. Terrorists on Mars. Yeah. I know, they might get scared by the ghosts on Mars. I hear those guys are terrifying. And based on that, Arnie's like... Let's move to Mars. I love Mars. There's terrorists and everything. My favorite. 
It's like when my brother had a holiday booked in Egypt, like a week after the coup happened in Egypt. It's like, you know, <laughs> let's not go to the war zone, you know? No. So we follow Arnie on his day to work. And this is very cool, right? This whole futuristic city where it's all like, whoa, future metro and future stairs. That is just Mexico City. Right. It's neo-brutalism. You know, where all the like underground, the subway tunnel. Is that Mexico? That's Mexico City. Yeah. Oh, or Mexico cool. City circa 1990. But, uh, nice. Yeah. There's the x-ray wall that he walks past, which oh, comes into yeah. play later. But they're doing that now in airports, mate. They can see nah, your, your x-ray willy. Nah, yeah, and they can see all of your bright red bits as well. Now, yeah. what happens, right, is that you go in, and then they go, Ooh, and you have to put your hands in this weird pose, and it takes yeah. forever. And then the guy looks awkwardly as he brushes your penis afterwards. You know, I don't like that whole setup. If I could just walk through and you get a printout of my skeleton walking, and I can make a gif of that, no, and then share that gif that on social in, media. In America, haven't they? They've got like what a legit you just walk through. It makes you look like a weird skeleton smurf with it, and you can see your willy in it. <laughs> Sam, I might be going on the wrong websites again. <laughs> I, I think you might be, mainly because as well, where you said you can see your skeleton and your willy. Like you know, they call it a boner just figuratively, right? That is not actually a bone. If you do have a bone, then there, I would suggest medical help very very shortly one little nice touch that i just remembered was on the telly it's like espn it's the world series from tokyo the tokyo baseball team because it's the actual world series there's lots of little bits like that where they're just like it's the future things are all futury and different they're like how they are now but they're futury it's it's future there's tellies on the subway attention to detail that kind of flavor text that you get yeah a little extra and bit just if you look around all of these scenes are all done at the end of the movie when they ran out of money basically and it was all done on the cheap you know all these like kind of world building bits mm. and yeah it's the small little details like you overhear the little bit of the news or you hear the bit of the advertisement you see the various oh there is Pepsi by the way is oh, advertised Pepsi all this. over this motherfucking thing so it's good to know that in the future Pepsi has made its way up to, to Mars and beyond don't see any Coca-Cola anywhere which means that Pepsi won the war yeah and it's interesting because Mars was never even known as the red planet until Coca-Cola came along and they actually it originally was blue Mars and then Coca-Cola mm. just said oh it is red now and we have to accept that and that's just actually a marketing thing and I feel kind of if I was to have kids now I wouldn't even feel comfortable telling that Mars is real because it's just a market employee isn't it like yeah it's all come up by uh, big soda (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying right I think Pepsi colonized the blue planet for a reason you know that's all what I like as well is that you get all this advertising world building but Mm. it's not quite as full on as it was in Blade Runner where it's like grabbing you and shaking you by the neck going it's a new life in the off world colonies no you know it's it's small you know it's it's manageable it's not overwhelming of the senses we get our first ad for recall for the memory of a lifetime hey remember a holiday yeah yeah is that what you want well I was gonna ask you about this recall the concept yay or nay I don't know this is need, a- I, need I mind you what the man said about holidays pain in the ass kids complain it's weather bad I do sort of think that like your memories of holidays that you go on are always better than the actual experience of being on the holiday so maybe they've really nailed this down yeah like for instance I don't remember when I got really bad food poisoning eating masaka at a cookery demonstration in greece last year yeah i've forgotten oh i've just remembered it now (laughs) you've recalled it mm, that was not good no Mm, no you know what could i have it so that i get to go on a holiday Mm. now and then 
and then get a memory that gets rid of the diarrhea. Yeah. Yeah? Because that would be, I think we could Shark Tank that. Yes. Very narrow. It's like, only existing holidays which we will tweak the memories thereof. It's so niche, but there is a gap in that market. So Absolutely, yeah. I'm in. What holiday or what excursion would you like to get from Recall if you were given the option of any memory? And I will include the Ego Trip expansion pack in this. I... If I was to have a recall experience, I think I'd want... I would want to be a secret agent as well. Oh, yeah? But at Centre Parks. <laughs> I, going down the rapids with a gun, you know? Sam, your mission, should you choose to accept it, is to go on a bike ride and find out who Sam really is. Yeah, exactly. I'd love to be, like, undercover in Centre Park having a great time. Because this weekend, I am not Sam Chaplin. Instead, I am... Come on, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to pull a name from somewhere? Going to come up with something? No. Sorry if one of us is more familiar with the uh, 2018 highly successful Centre Parks advertisement cinema campaign, like, you know? <laughs> yeah, I think that's where I'd want to go. Mm, interesting. Very, very good. As a secret. And would you like to as well find out, like, you know, you get to save the planet of Centre Park, like, you get to activate well, a, a machine that brings air to Centre Park, like. Because and- the subtropical swimming paradise is inside a fucking dome, Kevin. It is as it well. It all works. The dome could be pierced and all the atmosphere could go wrong. And as we all know, the administrator of Centre Parks, Cohagen, that son of a bitch. (laughs) Exactly, I could take him down. I know, it's in your snaps, actually, of Centre Parks. Mm. that uh, There was an angry Michael Ironside in a leather jacket stomping around (laughs) with 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 a small militia in most of the pictures. Arnie goes to his job and works Jack and Hammers with not Danny DeVito. Yes, but someone who looks a lot like... like, So much like... Yeah. You know what, can we go back? I know we said on Cinema Swill that we wanted to maybe have some other dream cast in for, for you know. You want this guy? The, I want this guy, because obviously DeVito, I didn't want to sully his name. This guy could have got a career out of being Mario, and he, he would have done a great job. Like Arnie mentions recall to him, and this guy's like, recall, 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 oh, recall, hey, recall, hey, no, don't go there, they'll recall, fuck your brain, mate. Recall, <laughs> You shouldn't go there. Oh, okay, thank you very, for, yeah. for your information and your opinion. Your brain pal they'll fuck with your brain and arnie obviously hates his mate because as soon as he's like well don't go there you get the bottom he's like okay i will go and he goes straight away and here is the second bit of future tech that i think is fucking incredible future nails yes digital nail polish i'm touching my nails with the little magic pen on the webcam at the moment i'm trying to yeah yeah that's cool i think that shit will be doable soon i have a feeling yeah. Unless it leads to some sort of a schism in society between those who have the bio implants for colourful nails and those who do not. I think, it, yeah, the, it'll go horribly wrong, but it'll be doable. I think it's about time it happens because, quite frankly, I had this idea in my head. I've seen it portrayed in media a lot where it's the, the nice boyfriend doing the, doing the nails mm. for, his, for his partner. And I'm very excited to finally do that. And You just touch a pen. I know, I've realized how hard it is. Like, it's like this is like this shit makes Warhammer seem like finger painting. This is fucking ridiculous. Like, bullshit. Well, it is finger painting when you think about it. Give me the technology. <laughs> it's toe painting too, Sam. It's like Mario Paint. You just click it and it just fills in the whole thing. So we get the the pitch here now from this used car salesman, oh, not got that Chevy Chase. Shit eating salesman grin. Just like, hey, hey. Uh. Did you know that you won't get a lobotomy? You'll have a great time as well. Holidays are a faff. 
Come on, don't bullshit me. Yeah, great Arnie line, great delivery. His delivery, uh, we've, we've talked about this a million times because we've watched a million Arnie movies, and I say that meaning four. But his delivery is so weird and mm. so not quite how you would expect any of these lines to be said. No one wanted to tell Arnie, do that again completely no. differently. It's and I'm wrong. so glad they, that no it's- one has ever done that. What usually happens is like, okay, he's done it wrong. Let's try and give him subtle directions to move him slightly away from completely wrong into just wrong. Yeah, there's better examples later on, but come on, don't bullshit me. Come on, don't bullshit me. Love it. The salesman initially offers the Saturn package. It's a big, big push for the Saturn package. Then the two weeks Mars package. Then the take a vacation from yourself package. And yeah, two weeks in Mars is 800 credits or 899. Mm. And the fucking ego trip where it's secret agent this, that, and the other. 300 credits. What? Is that on top, though? Is that like an added bonus? Oh, it's like you add it on afterwards. Yeah. Like, you know, so it's like, like eight, nine, nine basic. seats as well. You know, it's yeah. like it's an extra bonus thing that you have to sign up to. I think the whole, like, take a vacation from yourself thing, mm. that works on every schmuck, you know, normal average joe comes in but arnold schwarzenegger i'd be like no i'm not taking a break from this guy i'm me i want to keep being me this is fantastic come on i'm just a johnny come lately six pack (laughs) six foot five cut of austrian steel and muscle i hate my wife i hate my life married to sharon stone yeah no let me keep being me i don't want no ego vacation i mean if you look at your life objectively there arnold schwarzenegger all you're missing is like i don't know a talking cartoon animal and other than that you've got the Hollywood yeah. dream life you go oh exactly it's, it's not like a being John Malkovich type thing where you can take a vacation inside Arnold Schwarzenegger in and which case control. I would sign up to that that would be great what would you do as Arnold Schwarzenegger on vacation just flex just flex everywhere and be really strong <laughs> over and over and over just show off how strong I am to, 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 to yourself essentially yeah <laughs> to myself and others but I guess he, he's quite old now but he's still uh, hench he's still cut he's still yeah. cut I'd have him go out and do... I'd have him do really mean tweets, like, and stir shit up, like, you know? probably do that. I'd probably have him record a few promos for Cinema Swirl. (laughs) (laughs) Email them to me. I'm not going to lie, Sam. I I would want to do a a heavy week of episode recording when you take (laughs) over our short stickers body. Yeah, it might as well. That's an investment right there. We can make back those 300 credits in no time whatsoever. Uh Uh-oh, Schizoid Embolism, which is the name of my new band. Yeah, so he goes to the secret agent package, he goes in the machine, there's some dork being like, things hardly ever fuck up around here, and then things immediately fuck up. You idiot! You blew my cover! He kicks the nerd really hard here, doesn't he? He does, and he's like, Mr. Quaid, my name is not Quaid, it's Kieran. (laughs) Arnie, also, he got to pick his dream lady, and he picked the dream lady. Yeah, sleazy, athletic brunette. That's the dream. That's the dream, baby. Fucking dream. So, Arnie has a wonderful opportunity to make more Arnie noises. Always welcome. And they're like, all right, erase his memory of here, put him in a cab, and get him to fuck out of here. But, Kevin, 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 what's going on now straight away here Mm. there is kind of a crossroads you can watch this movie through two lenses and I've watched this movie dozens of times through both of these lenses left and and right on my glasses (laughs) (laughs) and I think that it's easy to watch this straight up as being like okay it is like he is everything he thinks he is he is 
the secret agent Hauser. He's mm. got you know this memories have been implanted. Him going to recall to set off this whole chain reaction. Yeah. However, you can also watch this movie through the lens of this moment right here is the beginning of From the here on ego out trip. Is the experience. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. if you go back and you listen, there's so many clues, particularly the salesman who literally said, oh, my God, it's amazing. I don't want to spoil it, but you get the girl, you save the planet, you fight the underground resistance. Like He literally says everything that happens in yeah. the movie. It's really well done. Mm. Were you straight away going, oh, this is dream now? Like When when did those questions come into your head or were you? Yeah, throughout the whole thing, I, I started to be conditioned to the whole like twists upon twists upon layers of reality. Mm. I was trying to second guess it a bit, but I, I never really fully knew what was going on mm, there is that's the, the best way that whole kind of all of this is a dream or some of this is a dream where did i mean that played into some of blade runner didn't it the, like yeah, the nature true. of what's real and what isn't real and who's who's a replicant all that kind of stuff it's too bad we're not going to get to talk about blade runner in enough detail to appreciate it but then again who does <laughs> he gets put in with another great future device it's a johnny cab i am a johnny cab Ah. <laughs> yeah, their approach is just wipe his memory, put him in a cab, fuck him off somewhere else. My name is J.F. Johnny Cab. I <laughs> drive is, people around. This is the thing. All these companies being like, oh, there's going to be driverless cars, driverless taxis, Uber and Lyft are all developing this kind of shit. You need to put a weird, creepy ventriloquist dummy that can talk to you in it. You need someone you can have a chat to. That also talks fucking smack like full of this guy is he's such a fucking crank ass driver, this guy here, yeah. coming at us with all of his fucking sass, like, like oh, what's the name of that street, sir? How did I get into this cab? Well you got in and you opened the door and you <laughs> sat down. <laughs> fucking smart talk from a dumb man with no arms or legs. Yeah. Or soul. One of the best characters of the film though. <laughs> I love him. Arnie comes out of the cab, he gets attacked by his mate. Stanley DeVito, I know, and he's like, yeah, you had to ask questions. You just, you just had to ask too far. You just had to ask, how come Danny DeVito's not in this movie? You blabbed about Mars. Oh. So we get an Arnie fight. We get our first Arnie fight, I think. Yeah, uh, he kills yeah. many men. Lots of dead bodies, lots of blood, lots of great shots of dead bodies and blood. This is a, a wonderfully directed film in terms of looking at dead people. Paul Verhoeven definitely is, I want to use the broadest sense of the word, turned on. But uh, it definitely ticks, <laughs> ticks on the buttons of Paul Verhoeven to have very, very gruesome, well shot. I mean, this is like just like RoboCop in that mm. way, in that you've got this mass fucking execution that's quite beautiful in its own way. Yeah, it is. It does look quite pretty in a strange way, and it, it's artful and neat, and but also gross and splattery. Meanwhile, back at the flat, Sharon Stone is playing hollow tennis. Another thing I think that has come to be. I am very perturbed by mm. some of the developments in this in this field. Yep. There's an ad that's playing on Channel 4 at the moment, and it's like this really intense lady who's like, come on, keep cycling, cycle faster, cycle faster now. And there's a guy like in his apartment, and it's like... And then it cuts to a woman going, cycle faster. And like the days go to nights, go to days, go to nights. Right. And then the lady's like, come on, John. John in Cornwall, you're not cycling enough. Cycle faster or we'll kill your children. I gotta cycle faster. And then it's like live cycling demonstrations. And it's just like whole company where the thing is you go onto a web chat where it's someone who's also on a bike going, cycle faster. Fucking hell. 
and it reminds me so much of 1984. It is yeah. very, very alarming, upsetting, and I don't, I don't want it to be anyone's business, any working out whatsoever. No way. No, not having that. Sharon Stone here is very concerned that Arnie's been to Recall. She calls them Brain Butchers, which again, another great name for a movie. I was going to say that was a great name for a tag team, the Brain Butchers. Oh, the like Brain Butchers. The Brain Butchers. <laughs> so, Laurie, as you would in this situation, hmm. goes to kill her husband. Yeah, because... Uh, so, by going to recall, he's recalled something here. He's He knows too much now. Yeah. And so, it, the dream life is over. She's got to kill him. But she doesn't quite manage it. No, she is not good enough at murdering, is the problem here. The great yeah. failing of the character of Laurie, uh, ineffective murdering, is essentially what I class it as. Throughout this whole film, Arnie gets like cut up and beat up to shit, and he never yeah. seems in much pain, or like he's gonna get an infection or something. Because she, like, she slices his chest open. Oh yeah, she slices him, he gets, gets broken up to bits. the arm at one point, he gets punched around, he's fine. During this movie, Arnie got two big injuries. He broke a finger during one of the fight scenes, punching something. And he also cut up his hand when he was doing one of the smashes through glass. It's Hollywood glass that breaks just before you make impact so you can roll through it. And it didn't break, so he just smacked Uh. into it and he cut himself up. Also, the whole cast and crew, except for Arnie and Sharon Stone, all got massive food poisoning because of the craft food services gave tainted meat, but Arnie brings his own meat from home as does Sharon Stone, so they were okay. Of course they do. That's good. <laughs> but like, Paul Verhoeven apparently was directing this sat in the back of an ambulance, getting like fluids oh, and IV, because it was, you know that real food poisoning? Yeah, the type that yeah, doesn't, yeah, It does just ruin a holiday, it ruins a colon. <laughs> yes. Oh, dear. So their, their whole married life has been a memory implant into Arnie, yeah. right? Six weeks. But she's like, you know... She's just playing the role of wife as a character. She's a, like acting here, but she works for Cohagen. She's working for Cohagen. The agency. I mean, that's grand work if you can get it. I think like up near extras work in terms of like easy money there. <laughs> Pretending to be someone's wife. To pretend to be someone's wife or husband or partner or whatever. If you're just offered that money from an agency... Mm-hmm. And if it's a brand you trust or a name you trust, like Cohagen or Richter, I say go with this. Yeah, absolutely. Um, immerse yourself in the role. Mm. Jared Leto would be great at this. Oh, yeah, he'd be unbelievable. Yeah. Imagine Jared Leto as Laurie here, like, just playing the yeah. complete double twist. Ultimate would have never guessed. <laughs> never in a million years. Your whole life is a dream, Quaid. So he knocks her out. If your whole life yeah. is a dream, you can get away with pretty much anything. That's why Arnie does all the horrible things he does in real life. He deals with some of the... I mean, this this moment here would be a total mind-destroying thing. A mindfuck, as comes up later. And he deals with it quite... Not calmly, but quite efficiently. Almost like he's been waiting for the moment that he can be like, Oh, I, I have to go kill everyone and beat up my yeah. wife and everything. It's, he's just looking for an excuse, isn't it? Like, I, Yeah, it, it does. He seems a bit too ready to be like, I'm just going to punch him and run away. Like, this is great. Which kind of leads into the whole memory simulation thing, the kind of fake memory maybe. Yeah, yeah. This is all just a bit of fun and games. It's not real. But yeah, it's uh, I don't know the oh, the the X ray sequence when he's running away. Oh, I love we get that. the X ray yes. machine again. That's great. That's that must be some CG, right? Oh that's, yeah, that's that's early computer graphics right there. Yeah, yeah. And uh, this during this chase sequence where Arnie has been chased by whoa, secondary antagonist. It's only Richter, Andy Richter. <laughs> 
played by Michael Ironside. Sorry, I wrote down Michael Iron, but that is a typo. That is incorrect. <laughs> Michael Ironside, one of my all-time favorite character villain actors. He's fucking mm. brilliant. Of the first thing that he does is when he comes in is like Sharon Stone, come here, baby. Oh yeah, yeah. Plants a big dirty kiss on her like a oh, big yeah. freak. <laughs> <laughs> Arnie in this chase sequence uh, very bravely uses a human shield to catch all the bullets. Yeah, <laughs> and he chucks this body down onto Richter and his cronies. It's, it's very, very violent. This film. Oh yeah, very it's a total, violent. total chase scene now. Arnie's yeah. getting out of dodge. Goes to like kind of a, an old derelict, rundown apartment, and he gets a phone call on Skype, no less, from the future. Mm. One of his old buddies from the agency, who basically told him, "You're bugged." You gotta wear a towel on your head to stop the bug being read by the baddies. You got a bug brain. (laughs) He is so good at making a wet towel go around his head like that. I mean, that's amazing. I wish I had that skill. I wouldn't have been able to do that as quickly. Well, you could you could do that, just not as quickly. I'd have to well, this is the thing, I'd probably have to YouTube the most efficient way to wrap a towel around your head. And by then I'm stabbing shit. Why don't you and I, as a little treat for the fans, why don't we have a best go, each of ourselves, at doing this? (laughs) Not now, no, no, at the future. Give us time to research, and the fans can vote who did the best towel job. Who's not going to get tracked by Richter? Okay, I mean, I'll do this if if you'll do it. So we just need to wrap a towel around, a wet towel around our heads. In a a very convincing manner to to stop the book. A brain bug. Absolutely. You're Fans right. can, can vote. Let's do this. The challenge right. has been laid down. Cool. He hotwires a Johnny Cab, which then tries to kill him. I, I forgot about this entire movie where he's like, eh! he's a fucking weird suicide attack. This uh. Yeah. So the, the Johnny Cab does more of its sass here when Arnie just jumps in and it's like, drive, drive, get out of here. I know you are, but what am I? Where would you like to go? Shit. I'm, and he's like, shit, I'm not familiar with that location. It's, it's like the sat-navs now. It's like ways, you know, when you're trying to get to Ikea and it takes you down some fucking country roads that you don't know. And just get into your app and like, come on, get the fuck out of here. I just want to get to Ikea and get some meatballs. The Johnny Cab says the fare is 18 credits and Arnie quite rightly says, sue me, dickhead. <laughs> Which oh. is such a, such a late 80s, early 90s insult. Back when the concept of suing was a real kind of fun one to just throw around like. There's great swearing in this film as well. Absolutely. That's totally. the thing. I don't know if we've heard Arnie swear as much as this. No, this is like this is fully 18s, this movie. Mm. It was originally going to be X-rated and they right. did tone down a lot, of the, a lot of the violence. A lot of the shooting scenes got a lot more bloody. I think there is a director's cut floating around out there that basically okay. says, a lot more blood, uh, right. particularly in like the elevator scene, etc. So he opens up the big briefcase that his mate left him, and mm. it's all sorts of goodies inside. You've got Monopoly Mars money, awesome, <laughs> ID cards, brilliant, several devices, also fucking holographic Arnie. That's cool. Yeah. I don't understand how it works or what it really does. But it's great. Someone needs to implement that in GoldenEye as an update for the N64. Oh, yeah, that would be cool. I want that. And then you can go, you think this is the real Bond? It It is. You think this is the real odd job? It is. I've I've cut your legs off with my hand. Oh, no. You you think this is the real Robbie Coltrane? Of course it is. I take up most of the fucking screen. I'm a (laughs) fucking easy target here. Easy target, like. So Arnie also opens up this big telly where it has Arnie revealing that Arnie is in fact Arnie. He's like, I knew you are me. We are a happy family. (laughs) Yeah, so he reveals that him and Cohagen 
they were as tight as it got, but now he knows that it's all bullshit because he's meets the resistance and Melina, and he needs to get that bug out of his nose. Stick this device in your nose. Yeah. Is that going to get a bug, or is he going to get buggers? Is that, that's, you know, oh, bo- bo- booger. This bit here is fucking oh, foul. Yeah. Oh, pulling the th- and the nose kind of go swelling up. Horrible. I can't think of a worse place to pull some, like that is such a fucking horrible thing. That shape in ear? there, ear. Uh, what about oh, ear? An ear. Well, if you pull it out of your ear, the thing though about the ear is that you can at least breathe. Okay, this is tampering yeah, but, with your breath. But you fucking hear it. <laughs> <laughs> that beeping noise it was making as that's coming out of your ear. Go beep, beep. That would drive you up the fucking wall. Yeah. Here's the plan. Get your ass to Mars. Mm. That line felt like it should have been read with a little bit more chutzpah. Because like anytime anyone I know who quotes that is like, get your ass to Mars. It's like, no, he's like, get your ass to Mars. Get your ass to Mars. And then he very, very cleverly puts the bug on one of the many mice that he's eating food around and licking yeah. his fingers. And that means that he's able to give Richter and the gang a little bit of a slip. We head to Mars. Via models, I believe. Fucking looks beautiful. Looks absolutely looks beautiful. Great. great shots of Mars. It looks better than all of the CG bollocks in the retooled Star Wars that we watched. Like the really like yeah. fucking hack job stuff that yeah, they yeah. did there. Oh god, I love this. Right, so you can't get into Mars just any other way. No, you got to put in a little bit of a disguise, you know. So he becomes a lady. It's a special mask yeah. that's highly sophisticated. That gives him the entire appearance, the fingerprints, the voice, the demeanor, and the two-word phrase of this one particular lady. Two weeks? Two weeks. Of course, when they rebooted it with Colin Farrell, he was saying Fortnite. But that's because it was a, a modern remake, wasn't it? And they had to put in that little bit of a little bit of a tease there for the Angry Birds generation to, to smash that download button. This kind of reminds me of what it's like when our Prime Minister, Theresa May, is asked a question about anything that is not like written down as strict, obvious policy. Yeah. Like, strong, you and know. strong and stable. Strong and stable. Strong and stable. Strong and stable. Get ready for a surprise. Fucking Brexit, yeah? Boom. <laughs> <laughs> not, not a surprise, is it? Not a surprise. Hey, hey, Kevin, you know Brexit Day? Yeah. It's my birthday. Are you kidding me? No. 29th of March? Yeah, that was oh. my birthday. Uh, Lovely little treat for me, mate. Oh, Sam. Oh, Can't wait. Bless. Well, you know what? This is the silver lining to this. Uh, this is to rub it in the face of any anti-immigrant people who don't like immigrants coming in here. I'm, yeah. I'm coming up next year to my... 10-year immigration-versary right here in England, and he can't make me move, so fuck y'all. <laughs> I've put my roots down here now. I've got my ass groove in this country. I think we pretty squarely nailed our, uh, our standpoints on Brexit to the master. It's rubbish. <laughs> I want for my 10-year immigration-versary yeah. to have a traditional English party in a pub where there are large bowls of crisps and yeah. soft drinks and a DJ where there's no one in front of it. I really Pork feel pies. strongly about that. Yeah, I, I've never had Sausage this. rolls. Mini scotch eggs. A spread, you know? basically. A, a spread, spread, Sam. A mostly beige and orange spread. 
A spread, a DJ, with no one there. I've never had a cube of cheese on a cocktail stick. Oh, Kevin. You know, and I just, I watch all this British media going, oh yeah, like the parties we don't have in Ireland. Oh, we okay. simply do not have them. You don't go right. to the pub to eat foods that have been prepared elsewhere. You go there to drink in Ireland. It's a whole other ball game here. For your 10 year anniversary, we'll get you some cheese on a stick, mate. Yay! Now, if that isn't going to motivate me to stay immigrated, I don't know what is. <laughs> So we get a big explosion and a kabang and a, a shoot em up here as all of the army come in as two weeks gets a little bit over the top and crazy and her head explodes. Yeah, so Arnie comes out of the head, it kind of detaches and he throws it. Another it bit of puppet work there mixed in with some CG. <sighs> Jesus, it's it's horrendous, but great. The dome has been punctured. This happens on the first penetrated. of like 20 vacuum shots in this thing where it's like, you're not allowed to shoot on Mars, so everyone get that out of your fucking head, all right? It's a bad yeah. concept. Also, let us give all of the military guns. Everyone's getting bu- sucked out. No, don't shoot the guns we've supplied you with, <laughs> militia. No, don't shoot the terrorists. Come on now. <laughs> so, everyone's getting sucked out of the thing. Quaid slips away, I think. Yep, he goes to the Hilton. He sneaks out, he goes into the hotel. There's the little thing saying Mars Today, like USA Today. That's oh, that's very good. Little newspaper thing. Very, very good. Quaid left Quaid a message on a advert for a, like a, what would you call it? I think the socially acceptable term is a titty bar. Oh, a titty bar. And he's... Yeah. He's written Melina on it, but then he has to check that it's his handwriting by writing Boom. on it. Very good. He's, he's yeah. good at this. You can tell he's a secret agent. I mean, he knows that it's his handwriting, but he's done that so that we, the audience, know <laughs> that it's his handwriting. I don't know why, but I want this to be recut so that he takes out a piece of paper and he does the thing that the dude does in The Big Lebowski and it's a massive <laughs> willy underneath. Like, I want his sleuthing to be in vain. <laughs> Hang on a second. I wonder how easy that would be to like do with special effects these days. I wonder if I can mock that up. Just, <laughs> just draw a little So this is something, if you've been on holiday, everyone knows this. All the cowboy taxi drivers mm. who are like, oh, come here now and I'll steal your luggage, so I will. And all that yeah. fucking business. Wouldn't trust any of them, Sam, so I wouldn't. No. Especially this Benny guy who allegedly has got five kids. Yes, he's, he's got kids to feed. He asks Arnie, he asks Quaid, Doug. If <laughs> Doug Quaid. Doug Quaid. What a fucking name. If it's his first time on Mars and Arnie says, yes, well, no, well, sort of. With no conviction or anything. It's just like, uh, I think this really works well with the theory of that Arnold Schwarzenegger is not. There's this great fan theory where Arnold Schwarzenegger is not aware of that he's in a movie and all the movies he's in. That he's just. <laughs> that they put him here, this like Mr. Olympia. They yeah. dress him up, they give him just enough kind of direction, and then it's mm. like he wakes up, and then this is just, they film the movie around him. And yeah, he, he doesn't seem to know most of the time what is going on in this movie, no. which is great, because you're a great sidecar with Arnie, because you know, when you don't know what's real, what's not, and Arnie is like clearly not a fucking clip. I can relate to him. We get to the last resort, after seeing that there's, there's definitely Pepsi on Mars. Did you see that there is a Breaking Bad alum in this scene? No. Ah, Who's in this one? Hank from Breaking Bad. It's Tony, the guy who's got the uh, cleft forehead and eye. Is that Hank? That's Hank. Oh, he's all made up, so I couldn't tell it was Hank. Yeah, I only found that out, like, literally last year. (laughs) So awesome. The music in this place is great, in the last resort. It's very, like, Jabba's sail barge type of thing, like. Yeah. I thought, like, randomly it would cut to, like, kill it. (laughs) (laughs) 
we meet the uh, the three boob lady. Yep. Off. Did you count them all three? There they are. One, two, three. She's very happy to just get out of the three boobs. I guess you kind of would be. Aeration. I yeah. don't know. But like, there's a, I think three times, which is appropriate, three times this movie, which is like, hey, there's three of them. One, two, three. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you're going to have the 18 rating, you might as well like expand out the yeah. gray areas. Of, like, yes, you can show breasts. Can you show more breasts than would normally be mm. there? Well, Paul Verhoeven found that out. Is that more or less explicit? That's the thing I can't tell. Paul Verhoeven was doing nothing but setting precedent here, Sam. That's all mm. he was doing, like, you know? So there you go, Cinema Swirl Facebook comment section. I've seen the three booby lady. <laughs> and you're a better person for it now. Yeah, yeah. So Arnie, he encounters Melina, who is, he wrote down a thing saying meet Melina. He meets Melina. Melina's like his dream lady, we remember from before. She's very athletic and sleazy. <laughs> she is, and informs Quaid that he's Hauser, but Arnie doesn't remember that he's Hauser. And that, he, that Hauser was working for Cohagen. I'm just, I'm trying to get my bearings on who's what and what's happening here. And I don't think Arnie knows either. And again, I feel like I can relate to Arnie because I'm like, I don't really know what's going on. Birds of a feather, mate. Melina's a bit upset with him. She kind of sulks off because he's not, he doesn't remember her. And she thinks it's all bullshit. It's all lies. It's all part of his scheme. Little did he know that she is the dream girl, as mentioned mm. earlier. Arnie gets pulled into a room where he meets the professor from earlier mm. on the movie in the recall ad. This is legit my favorite scene in the movie where he's like, you're having a psychotic paranoid break. You're having a schizoid embolism. Schizoid embolism, by the way, would be a great, like, you, know, you could place it in frontier psychiatrists instead. Yeah. Schizoid. Soid embolism. That boy needs therapy. Give him a <laughs> uh, he says that he's delusional. He's back in recall, and mm. that he's been sent in as a kind of almost like a program to help save him. And he asks him to reject the lies of the mainstream media and take the red pill, man, because <laughs> this should be a reason why you have a date, Arnie, and yeah. you need to find out. And Laurie is here. To convince him that this is real, which I don't think is a good ploy, really. No. I mean, this all seems fake as fuck. Like, I, there's been some twists and turns here where I'm like, oh, maybe. But this was the one where I'm like, no, this is bollock. Oh, and then he put the pill in his mouth and he sees the one bead of sweat. He shoots that guy right between the goddamn eyes. It's fucking insane. It's just, this is what I love most about the movie is that he acts like he is in a dream where it's like, oh, well, this huge big thing which is going to stop you now is like, nope, shoot the old man in the head. Bang! Yeah. Like, you know, fucking fight take, my wife. He shoots a couple of people right in the middle of the forehead, doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah. I've never went on a killing spree in my dream. No? No, I mean, I went on like a, a fucking Every night, a box of chicken tiddlers in my dreams, <laughs> but never uh, never any fucking uh, right between the eyes bullseye nonsense going no, on here. Not really. Can simulations, can people put there by a computer program not sweat then? Is that what he's realised? That like he, a computer wouldn't sweat? Well, why a, would he, Sam? Why would he sweat? A simulation thing wouldn't sweat. Because the thing, he was, he had the, and he was, he gave him, it wasn't just a sweat, it was the little look where it was like, oh, we better have swallowed that because if he's not, I'm fucked. Right. And why would yeah, he think yeah. that if this was just a dream? So, you know, little did he know he was just a sweaty, gross old man. And I would say if I was recasting a re-remake of this, I'd put Toby Jones as the professor here. Oh, He'd be a yes. Wouldn't he? Yeah. <sighs> and I'd shoot Toby jo Oh, no. No. It's the oh, thing about Toby Jones. I made myself sad, Sam. I shot Toby Jones. Why did I do that? Toby Jones is both very sweet and very creepy all at once. He, he can is? be both. Did you see have you seen him in Doctor Who? I don't no, really watch I've Doctor not. Who, but I watched one with him in. Uh, I've not watched Doctor Who because I'm from Ireland uh, and I'm not a covert okay. British. 
<laughs> but Toby Jones is very good in, in Doctor Who. He, he had a one-off kind of villain role in Doctor Who, and it's, it's, it's great. Did he play, like, a massive evil fucking foot or something like that? Like, no, you know? he was like a scary, creepy professor. I can't really remember what happened, but it was all playing with the idea of reality and time and what was going on. It was good. Like Toby Jones, uh, he should be the professor in this. So we have a, a right big fight here now. As Melina comes to the rescue with a big machine gun. Nicely, Arnie gets saved by a, a damsel this time, as opposed to always the other way around in yeah, every yeah. movie ever. Melina can kick some ass. She's she's a good fighter. This is a fucking bad. I mean, this is. I guess you know it's the nineties. Maybe things are moving more in that direction. But this is like the mm. first time in an action movie like this where we've got like a kick-ass fight scene between two women, and it's not like a cat fight. The hair. It's like fucking machine guns and trying to kill each other here. And then Arnie in a you know bros before hose, he shoots his wife in the head. Consider this a divorce. No conviction in that at all. Like <laughs> no. Because he knows he signed a prenup, that's why. Some of these lines are like James Bond level like quips, aren't they? Yeah. Arnie is Bond, question mark, next Bond. I think he's dead, Mish Money Penny. Yes, James. I, I watched Goldfinger the other day for the first time in forever. Yeah. A great time. And you know what? Have you seen much Bond? I've seen quite a bit of Bond, actually. Really? Not all have, of Bond, but who have has you seen, seen all of Bond? Live and Let Die. Mm, oh, I've heard the song. Okay. I don't think I have. I, I think we might need to b- perhaps do a, a Bond swirl at some point. Yeah. Because I've seen a dickload of Bond movies. Right. None of the modern ones. Die Another Day was the end of the franchise as far as I'm concerned. Right. You know, that the absolute finish. Right. I refuse to <laughs> acknowledge a blonde Bond. What a ridiculous notion. <laughs> yeah, so Melina, like, kicks Laurie's ass. Doug has shot her. Consider that a divorce. Oh my god, that's a great line. Mm. Delivered in such a uniquely Arnie way. Stick around. They run away, but the baddies, so Richter and his little mate with the glasses, the nerd. can't shoot because they'll pierce the dome. You don't want to and pierce the dome. Richter is absolutely incensed as well. He's really angry because, like... Well, his missus has been shot. Yeah, and he's tried kissing her corpse, and it's, like, nowhere near the same buzz he's getting, and he's fucking livid with this now. He's he probably absolute... got a bit of a buzz, though, because he doesn't seem like a proper creep. He Co- does, yeah. Corpse-kissing was... weirdo. <laughs> you big corpse-kissing weirdo, Richter, you big <laughs> fucking weirdo. See you at the party, Richter. What's that? <laughs> the weird sex party that you totally are going to. <laughs> So Benny and the gang get chased, and they get yep. in Benny's cab, he zips away. This is fucking Blues Brothers level of smashing that goes on here. They drive through all of Mars, essentially. I fucking love it. Yeah, they go into the last resort here, and they kind of crash into it. Yeah, they get they get Safeway, because they're, you know, they're, 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 they're amongst good folks here. The rebels, the mutants. Tony. <laughs> Tony. Thanks, Tony. Thanks, Tony. I'm sorry about our disagreement earlier. <laughs> If you should die before you wake, let you know I apologize. Three boob gets shot. That was fucking out of that was out of order. Not on that. No. The no. first three boobed lady to make an appearance in a movie should not also be the first three boob lady to get killed in a movie. No. That's just come on, Paul. Way out of whack here. Rubbish. Loads of blood here. Loads of blood everywhere. Big everyone getting shot. Yeah, it goes quickly from like, ah, it's a massacre, they're killing all the mutants to oh no, the mutants are actually doing quite well. They're very good at yeah. the shooting the baddies. Yeah, but the, all the baddies get pulled out of Sector G, I think. Old Cal Hagen's got a bit of a, a trick up his sleeve. Or Turn should I say, <laughs> a dick move up his sleeve, as, yeah, he turns off the air. And, I mean, come on now. He's already raised the prices of air, Sam. And now, bloody hell, fucking turn it, it off. off. Yeah. I feel that air is possibly, in our lifetime, going to become a commodity. Because... Yeah. I don't know. There's already places apparently where in like big metropolitan cities where you can go and like 
get clean air and breathe it. Like, I think it's going to be like some sort of like thing. It's a thing. Like, yeah. I don't know. Like a subscription service to air. Every month you get a nice little parcel full of air he can breathe in. What I'm doing now, Sam, is while the getting is good and while it's free, I'm just taking big breaths in, like, you yeah. know? It's well, kind of like... represents great value. Exactly, you know? People are it's... just breathing normally, whereas you're going... <gasps> oh, God, that really actually... <laughs> oh, see, that's something you got to pace yourself, you know? Much like when they were selling cut-rate bacon rolls when I worked at the mail... Uh, mm. The Royal Mail. Uh, you know, you got to get it while the getting's good, but you yeah. also got to pace yourself because if you eat too many or breathe too deeply, like you did, it's going to go right to your head. Yeah. So they turn off the vents. Quaid kisses Melina. I think that might be their first proper kiss, maybe. Ooh. Do a little kiss. Yeah, that's nice. Because he, he likes her. He can tell just from. He doesn't really remember her, but he can tell. From I'm just her saying, actions. Sam, girls never buy no one ever buys the whole oh I have amnesia and we were in love with a previous mind space no one ever buys that you know nah. it's just a waste of time you know, spend oh. all that time making up the backstory no one even bothers <laughs> to read into it bullshit Quaid and the gang travel to the rebel base they need yes. to meet Cloatu and they're like oh is this guy Benny is he cool is he square and they're like oh he's got five kids to feed so he's got to be alright also he's got a Cloat <laughs> So he must be fine, because he's a mutant. I mean, what mutant would ever be a baddie? You wouldn't have a bad mutant. There were bad mutants in the X-Men movie. Magneto was a baddie. <laughs> oh my god! There's loads of them! So, Cohagen's secret about the mine, the big mountain mine, there's a mountain mine on Mars, and there's a yep. secret in the mountain mine. Something to do with aliens. That's in Quaid's brain. I know brain. one knows one is. So they need Quato, I think, to get this out of him, to make him remember. He- Something that they allude to is that all of the mutants have got like clairvoyant powers and psychic yeah, stuff yeah. because they're the descendants of the people who made the original kind of colony on Mars and they were kept in bad conditions and exposed to like radiation, so they mutated and stuff like that. They were going to actually use that as a basis for a sequel from another Philip K. Dick book to make a sequel to this Total Recall movie and tie them in together with that mutant's clairvoyant subplot, uh, w- which would go on to become Minority Report, which then eventually was completely unrelated to this. Oh, but yeah, cool. Minority Report was originally going to be like a sequel in some ways to this. Yeah. So, Quato? Quato. 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 It's a fucking chest, baby. So gross. Open your minds. Open yeah. your mind. I'm going to put my weird face on it. It's <laughs> such gross special effects. It's horrible. Uh, I'm all right, I'm not going to say this more than once. And I don't yeah. mean to be a bit of a fucking Debbie Downer or whatever. Right? Come on. And, you know, just between you and me, Sam. Sure. You know, I'm Rebel Alliance till I die. Okay? Yeah, yeah. But I was really happy that they shot and killed him. Because, like, oh, thank <laughs> fucking gross. God. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> Oh, yes, 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 yes. Oh, yes, yes. The fucking, yes, okay. I would have reacted if someone killed Arnie right at the start of the movie as well. Like, he just killed him. I was like, all right, because he's so gross at the start. I just don't want to see it. But he stays alive long enough to help Arnie kind of remember this weird mine. And what's in the mine is like an alien handprint thing that's a reactor that creates breathable air. On and Mars. The reason why that son of a bitch Cohagen doesn't want it is that it will melt all the Tibernium 
He's got a monopoly on the air. Exactly, and he doesn't want to lose that monopoly on the air. And he's making out that, oh, he's with his Project Fear here, he's making out that if you activate this and give everyone free air, it'll be chaos in the streets. It, if you, it will be absolute anarchy, Sam, if you provide this basic service for free. Chaos. Yeah. The, they won't stand for it. The, the silent majority won't stand for free air. They'll <laughs> fucking, they'll be, they'll be out there protesting it. We like our private air. We we get better air through private. We don't how, want everyone having air. How am I to ensure the quality of air and it not be <laughs> socialised air unless it is where a premium that only those can afford? The taxi driver is a baddie. Yeah, he's a mole. Dirty mole. He's a bloody mole. And they're like, oh. you said you'd five kids to feed. He's like, I'm not even married. So Four. I was like, what? I can't I'm- remember. <laughs> Because he's got a big insect army, might have revealed that. Oh, I've eaten those five kids and they were delicious. <laughs> like, give me yours, you know? Yeah, so the weird chess baby gets shot. We get the big reveal now is Cohagen and all the baddies kidnap Quaid and Melina. And mm. the big reveal is that Quaid was actually put there on purpose by Cohagen and the agency. Hauser is real and Hauser is evil. And it's my body, and I want it back. Hey, okay. perhaps we'll meet in our dreams. <laughs> Let me try and understand this. Okay. So Hauser, yeah. Arnie, was working for Cohagen. Yes. And they... Now, I'm already lost. They... <laughs> Aon and Aomir went no. to Edoras. No! And Quaid is a persona yeah. that was given to Hauser... They, yeah, to go deep undercover. What they, what undercover. he's saying, they had they, to delete his memory. Yeah, for him to go so deep undercover that he could gain the trust of Melina and then be brought to Kuatu, and then Kuatu so they kill him. Yeah, you can find kill Kuatu. The reason I was because it. they couldn't get any mole near Kuatu before because of his psychic powers. But because yeah. Arnie's legitimately had his mind wiped, he's like totally pure and all that. And Hauser, I'm assuming, exists on like a USB stick at this point. Like, yeah, you they know. can get him back somehow. Gonna get jacked back in there. There's a video of Arnie telling Arnie that Arnie is Arnie. Yeah. You yeah. are not you. You are me. And I this is my am mate. you. <laughs> the best mind fuck yet. Yeah. They strap him and Melina up and they're like, oh yeah, by the way, we're gonna change her mind too. She's gonna be Hauser's babe. Yeah. <laughs> Set the machine to babe. <laughs> Set Arnie's machine to that gif that I've seen. <laughs> it's time. Oh, Sam, this fucking bit here where the guy's like, calm down, stop struggling so much. And then, you know, Richter's like, huh, see you at the party, Quaid. Like, all fucking, you know, all cool now, because mm. they're going to have a, a party layer in Houses Honor. And then, like, he's all, mm, and he fucking vibrates so much, he rips off the arm of the sofa and just plunges this so pole right into the guy's face and neck and he does it to another guy as well and then he Look picks up like a stand yeah oh so yucky gosh. some of the violence in this but it's great and it's all like this is the type of thing I don't know I, this is why I don't know anymore Sam because I want to find someone mm. who's like you know a younger person who's watching movies like this and has grown up with the CG because when I see the CG stuff now and there's like you know, a million things get blown up and heads get ripped off like a sequence like this yeah. I just end up kind of going mm-hmm you know, it doesn't I watched, really hit you as well it doesn't I watched like a Final Destination 5 the other day and like a lot yeah. of the, I mean I love it for being so I do silly I like Final Destination yeah it's very silly but I was like there's a point with a lot of it where I'm like okay it's, it's like I'm watching a cartoon or almost it doesn't feel yeah. impactful and real Yet this 
feels so fucking visceral and like I, th- I think we- and I take back my cartoon thing as well because a lot of times anime and a lot of very beautifully yeah. hand-drawn animation has that has same like mm, that visceral real life quality to it I think it's because like CG that I aspire with my CGI is extremely realistic now we're into the uncanny valley zone but we still as humans can tell that it's fake right yeah and special effects like physical real special effects we can tell they are special effects but we know that they're real stuff ah. we can just be like that is physical real stuff we can discern the difference i is, think is that the condition of us being the age that we are then is that I something that's so. only going to be with us and not with young folks i don't know how young folks feel about cg but they've grown up with like worse cg because yeah. how young are we talking well you know? like there's this thing i heard the other day and it blew my mind it was like oh wow there is a whole generation underneath us now like we're not just you know the yeah. youngest slice there's a whole generation out there they did this video games conference that there's like something like a crazy number of the players of Fortnite under the age of 15 and they all play it on mobile on touchscreen and mm. they find a physical controller with buttons very cumbersome and difficult to use oh, and they report no. that they like to use the touchscreen interface Ugh. and I don't know if you've ever tried to play like a third person thing on a small touchscreen it's horrible but apparently that's no it's not shit it's just old man Kevin and Sam and rest of the world where the young folks think that's buttons I remember when we had buttons the young folks think Sam that's quite frankly lit is is (sighs) what they think it is so there we go there we go we're not lit anymore we're not lit are we we're not and unrelated to that fact it's now time for another installment of things to enjoy when you are in your 30s Mm. and this week on things to enjoy when you are in your 30s is a small walk at the start of the morning to kind of just shake the cobwebs off a little bit. Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah. If you get exposure to sunlight very early in the day, it apparently sets your mood well. So uh, you can do that when you're 30. Okay, can't wait till I, uh, <laughs> till I get there and I can take a little morning Sam, walk. Sam, I'm going to be 31 on the 3rd of March. No one told Ooh. me that I'd keep. <laughs> I thought that would be it. That I'd be done. I've done my time now. I'm 30. All right. I'm old. I get. You didn't tell me this would keep happening. No. Well, ah. I, I'm, I'm worried that I'm I'm currently 27. I'm dead Kurt Cobain years old. Oh. I've got like a month to get famous and then die. And I don't think I'm going to do it in time. You know? Aww. I don't think I it's going to happen. I mean, I, you know, I'm happy that Cinema Swirl has been a success. But I don't think I'm going to get into the 27 Club on Wikipedia. So... I might no. just have to keep living. I don't think Cinema Swirl is yet at the point where your unexpected demise would like launch it into like another stratosphere is being held up and just like just no. you know unreasonably high for all this time. You know, <laughs> gonna have to wait a bit longer for that marketing tactic <laughs> if we want to get all those listens. <laughs> And then I assume I will start whatever the podcast equivalent of the Foo Fighters is afterwards and resent any mention of your name. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's... <laughs> I'm sick and tired of you bringing them up. <laughs> Can't wait to listen to that podcast as they blare it out in massive arenas. Oh. <laughs> uh, I like Foo Fighters. I'm not sucking them off. They're all right. Uh, great line here. Come on, Cohagen. Give these people air. <laughs> they just want air. Give just them the air. air. They, they have been going quite a while without air now. The the, the lads and ladies over in uh, the last resort. They're coping all right. It's been it's been a long time, but I guess you know air lasts a while. Even they're savoring it. Is what it is, Sam. They're savoring it. Mindful breathing. Don't just breathe like a big fucking brain ass. Yeah. 
You can really taste, there, it, taste it in the air. Cohagen kicks over a fish tank and the fish can't breathe out of the water. Ah. Like the people in Sect G can't ah. breathe. They don't go Very I, th- I don't know if that was anything cleverer than that. I just thought it was like, if there's another illusion there. And then he's like, come on, Cohagen, give these fish water. <laughs> Let's go to the special secret alien air reactor. This is like the bit where I'm like, is death? Like, if you were to ask me which of the versions I believe to be true, yeah. I, I believe the dream to be true. Solely because at this point where he's like, let's go to the alien reactor. Like, where is that? It's, like, it's over here. And he just knows by that magic. That is such a dream thing. Like, that always happens where it's like, we in my dreams, where it's like, we need to go to the blah. Where and is the blah? There. Duh. You know, yeah, oh, you automatically yeah. just know where you're going, and I'm I'm too excited yeah. in my dream to actually ask a question of like, are you sure it's there? Why uh, would it be there? <laughs> oh, maybe it's not real. What is real? Is this real? Yes, it is. This is real. Okay. This is really happening. And Benny is really in a big digger, so he is. Yeah, he's he's come back to do a kill with a drill. Hey, Quaid, I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> and he's got a big drill machine, and then he's like, "Hey, Quaid, I'm gonna squash you." <laughs> he's and very enthusiastic about killing. He isn't is he? fucking jazzed to fuck like, yeah. "Hey, Quaid, I'm gonna grind you up." You're the best. Sorry, his best line here is he goes, "Remember me, Quaid? It's me, Benny." We were literally a minute ago. You betrayed. Of course, I remember you. He just wants to be heavy and well-known. Yeah, right? Yeah. They write about his five kids in the papers. <laughs> yeah. Um, this is the bit where Arnie and Melina are getting all cut up by yeah. drills. A little bit ground up. It's not a, a, it's a crushing machine almost, isn't it? <sighs> this might lean into the whole dream thing because he gets beat up and cut and destroyed, but he's still okay. You know what really I love? Matter. It's kind it's, of video game violence. It is. He, he, he just ducks in cover and then he yeah. heals up and his, his redness around the screen goes away and he's all right then. Like. Yeah. I love that we have a movie which deals with Arnie may or may not be in a dream space, but either if he's in a dream space or reality, he has gone to fucking Mars and is trying to find an ancient alien temple, has been attacked by a mutant in a robotic digger machine. The whole movie, he's wearing a lumberjack shirt and slacks. I love this! It's great. That's so important. If he was wearing a fucking space suit or a onesie or something like that, no, 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 no. He's a fucking, he's proper action hero because he's just looked like he's meant to be getting an ice cream for his daughter, Chenny, and feeding to a deer, but instead he's here and he doesn't even know if it's a dream or not. Yeah. Benny, here, screw you! Because he's screwing him with the, with the drill. Great stuff. And then Donald Duck is there, just hanging out, having a, having a great time too. Nice little cameo appearance there. <laughs> Quaid's next sequence just gets shot to absolute shit. Yeah. But it's not the real Quaid's hologram. <laughs> you think this is the real Quaid? It is. Now that line I think I've heard before. That like, you think this is the real Quaid? It is. Now, and the way I've heard it says like, you think this is the real Quaid? It is. Like that. Like, it's, it's, a, it's not it's that like, at all. You think this is the real Quaid? It is. It's, that, it's, le- it's said with less... Like, rhythm than that. It's just like, you think this is real quite it is? Oh, man. It's me. I am quite. But that line is iconic, even though he... It's great. He reads it like Arnie does. Like, this great. This is one of my all-time favourite deaths in a movie. 
I yeah. love. I don't feel like I've not done my job here of giving enough love for Michael Ironside's Richter. I fucking love his mm. manic intensity, his big weird eyes. He's sleazy. He's ineffective. He spends the whole movie essentially undermining the main antagonist's secret plot, and then he gets his fucking arms chopped off in an elevator. Yeah. See you at the party, Richter. <laughs> Boom. No one says they're going to see me at the party, motherfucker. I love that he's got his two arms. He looks and goes, huh, two severed arms. See you at the party, Richter. <laughs> he's done like the screw you. He's done all these kind of, consider this a divorce. He's done lots of puns. He's he no Sam Chaplin like. He, he looked at that and went, you know what? That's too many. And he just threw him down, you know? He resisted the urge you feel every day at every moment <laughs> to make a little pun. I don't know what I do with two severed arms as a as a as a goof. I've got to hand it to you, you know. Right there we go. Throw them <laughs> back down, and I'll be like, "Yo, Melina, don't worry anymore about it. Richter. He's armless." armless. Yeah, mm, there we go. Come on. Boom, ba dum, boom, boom. You ever have one of those days where you just want to activate? It's just one of those days. Sorry, like <laughs> to say that. <laughs> I want a Jerry Seinfeld set like do you ever have one of those days where you just want to wake up everything smells everything <laughs> sucks you don't know why but you want to justify <laughs> ripping someone's head off <laughs> so we get into the core where mm. conveniently Cohagen the ultimate baddie is just there why he'd be there I don't know he just is because it's a dream yeah but He's going to be. He's going to blow the whole thing up and be home in time for cornflakes. Yeah, which so honestly, is this in the middle of the night because <laughs> cornflakes make a great snack any time of day. Any time, you know. And that brings us to today's sponsor, Kellogg's. <laughs> oh, Sam, don't be teasing me like that. I want. I want. I want <laughs> sponsorship from Big Cereal. Oh, I'd love to just get like packages of cereal in the post and well, you know what? Cereal. They're bad though, aren't they? Because few Hugh Friendly Wenzel Wintlebottom. Mm-hmm. He was outside the Kellogg's and he was shouting them going, said, put on those traffic light signals on there. People yeah. don't know what they're eating. Put them on yeah. there, Kellogg's. And then Kellogg's People are don't like, know where they're driving. Come on, Kellogg's. Let me, I don't know. Do I stop or do I go? Where is it? What's going on? And then your know, Kellogg's were very, very demoralized in their response. They're like, look, look, snap, crackle, stop. Yeah? All right, just. <laughs> <laughs> That's their traffic light system. You know, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> My traffic light system, what you mean? More Rice Krispies. What's the matter? Aren't you full yet? Have another bowl, like, you know? Do you know how much, like, a proper portion of, like, cereal is meant to be? Oh, it's so tiny. It's it is enough that it's amount. made me give up on cereal. Yeah, it's not a bowl of cereal. It is it's absolutely like, not. No. So, they try to activate the machine. Cohagen has got a bomb, which is thrown off into a vacuum tunnel, which explodes, which causes, or 20,000 big sucking air yeah. coming out more vacuum moments here Cohagen he's he's out see you later bye and he has the worst one of all of the fucking head explosions Cohagen Cohagen mate oh my god it sucked out the window into the scary vacuum where his face swells up and he proper fucking goes big eyes <laughs> he goes big eyes ugh yeah. He, he has the eyes of a man who's looking at a three boob lady, you know, natural. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> so Arnie manages to put the reactor. He puts his big hand in the little alien paw. I spent a lot of time thinking about which fingers I would join up in what order, you know? He does the index in the middle, doesn't he? Live long and prosper. <laughs> and I like he manages to activate the, the planet's air. 
But not yeah. before we get to see Arnie and Melina go. Aah! Aah! Oh yeah, they no, they get a proper freaky. Their eyes swell up, and it's oh, horrible. Don't worry, they've got a breath of air. Everything's back to normal. Because I don't think this will be back to normal. Your skull, face will be all fucked up. <laughs> the eyes are very plastic features, Sam. They can change shape very willy nilly. You know, unless this was all a dream, or is it? And it ends with that little. Is this a dream? Is it a dream? They, oh yeah, there's atmosphere again on Mars and humans can breathe on Mars and he's like, oh, I've just had a terrible thought. What is this a dream? And you know what, Sam? He got the girl. Fuck. And there's he alien fought, stuff. He, he there's fought. alien stuff in it and they said there's going to be alien stuff in it. Yeah. And ancient alien artifacts. Yeah. And they mentioned it. Oh, he saved okay, the planet, then. got the girl, fought with the underground resistance, just like the salesman said, 300 credits well spent, it looks like. But you know what? I envy you, Sam, because enjoy your inevitable rewatches of this fucking movie. Yeah. Through the, with the, if you watch it straight going, this is definitely a dream. And then you watch it again and go, it's definitely not a dream. It's different experiences. two different experiences of this film. God, I fucking love, I love this Total Recall so goddamn much. I fucking love it. It's so great. It's, it's great because it ticks a whole bunch of boxes. Mm. And I'm, just, I'm so worried about what the remake would be like if this film was made. And I imagine it was quite serious. I don't know. I've just guessed that from just the look of it. I just don't want to watch it. Like, it's like if they say they're going to remake The Warriors. It's like, no, stop. Yeah, no. There's, not, there's nothing you can do that will make it an enjoyable experience for me call it anything else call it a sequel even call it a prequel don't fucking say it's a remake because it's just no it's the remade one of this i haven't seen it but the effects will be cg and they'll be from 2011 whatever the fuck it was it came out and quaid will be colin farrell who i i'm not casting aspersions on him as an actor but he's just not see at the party richter huh come here to me i'll see at the party so i will (laughs) fuck off no (laughs) And it's, I, I can't, I, I imagine it's grittier and it's more, treated more seriously. And not that this film isn't in any way a comedy. You think this is the real Quaid, you fucking dozy cunt? Of course it's not. <laughs> what? Fuck off. <laughs> oh, I don't, I, I don't want to see it. Because this, this was, this just works on a whole bunch of different levels and it can Get appeal to all sorts to Mars. of people. You can, you can. We will in me fucking hole go to Mars. We say get your fucking hole to Mars. This is yeah. I think this this feels like the quintessential Arnie movie, doesn't it? It it's is got everything. If anything, I'm glad I've not shown you this first of all the Arnie movies because this. If you see this before other Arnie movies, it it would make you annoyed with other ones where it's like, why can't they all be like this? Why yeah. can't they all be you know funny and silly and really like a romp? But also, why can't they all have this extra added layer of like, wow, there's like a little bit of extra meat on the bones of this movie's concept. It's got a world. It's got several layers of meeting. It's got really fucking cool supporting characters. Like, all the stuff here, which you don't get in, say, Commando. Because Commando, you've got, with the exception of maybe Sonny, you've got pretty much shitty supporting cast in a lot of it. Mm. You've not got, like, anything other than a very straightforward story. There's not, like, rewatchability other than watching a fun movie again. This is... fucking like i put this there with the thing in terms of yeah it, it gets in here like a little worm into your brain it makes you think about it i really enjoyed it a lot a fucking blast yeah yeah would you say it's the best arnie you've seen yeah i think really? so yeah oh my god it takes all the boxes it's fuck that was that was really good and i'm so happy i've had this palate cleanser after fucking lord of the rings all right i got a nice little pudding afterwards all right get your ass to rivendale mate yeah i had to eat some gruel <laughs> and then I've had like a nice little Viennetta after. Oh, a nice bag of I'm crispy M and M's afterwards. Like, <laughs> nah, no, 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 I don't like that. 
Sam, it appears you enjoy the work of director Paul Verhoeven, who's given you RoboCop mm. and Total Recall. Have you seen yeah. Starship Troopers? No. Oh! God, Starship Troopers, Basic Instinct. There's a lot more Verhoeven to sink your teeth into. We may have to yeah. go back to the, to the man from Austria at some point uh, in the future. And I will say, Sam... Absolutely, I mentioned this before one or two times in Cinema Swirl. Please, if you are going to rewatch this, rewatch it with the director's DVD commentary that has okay. Paul Verhoeven, Arnold Schwarzenegger, and a few too many Sunday afternoon cocktails. It's right. fucking fabulous. Okay, I do have the the Blu-ray. Ah! I, I bought it legitimately from the DVD shop. Excellent, excellent. Sam, you had a good time? I did have a good time. Can you totally recall what your star wipe waiting uh... might be? How did you get on with this? Let's sign this off. Let's put a bow on us. I had a lot of fun. I had a really good time. I had a blast. I enjoyed it. I'm not noticing any criticisms so far. Anything you didn't like about the movie? God, I don't know. I don't know if there's anything that I didn't like about it. I think Arnie's Arnie and Arnie has positives and negatives, but I I fucking love him. I enjoy what he does. I don't feel like this is a perfect movie, but then I can't think of anything negative to say about it. Like I, I would say it's a perfect movie because it's imperfections i.e. Yeah. A, lot, a lot of the reading of arnie and whatnot and a lot of the, oh, the tone sorry. of some of his delivery is wrong but that that's like the special sauce on the side you know it's silly and it's it, there's great action in it and all the fight sequences are great the music's great there's layers to it but it doesn't still doesn't take itself too seriously if you want to delve into it deeply you can if you want to watch it on a surface level you can if you want to just enjoy arnie being arnie you can there's great characters great supporting characters (sighs) see i love this as a kid Mm. and then i loved it as an adult because like you know as a kid i didn't think oh it could be a dream you know or it could not be i just thought i just watched the movie and experienced it but yeah there's there's then there's those layers there but i want to know what your thoughts are on it is this gonna get a big rating how are you going to end us off here sam what is a star wipe rating for Total Recall? I can't think of anything bad to say about it. So, therefore, five star wipes, Kevin. Five star wipes? Five star wipes. You heard it here first. See you at the party, chaplain. Oh, me again. Thank you for listening to this episode of Cinema Swell. Just to remind you, we're on Patreon now over at patreon.com forward slash cinema swell. That's patreon.com forward slash cinema swell. If you become a $5 backer, you'll get access to our new show, Cinema Swell, where we look at some really crap movies, plus some other exclusive fun bonuses for you. This episode was produced by Kevin, edited by me, Sam, and the music was also by me. If you want to check us out over on Facebook, you can join us on facebook.com forward slash cinema swell or on Twitter. That's at cinema swirl if you've got questions queries comments or you're my dad and you just want to get in touch send an email to cinema swirl at gmail.com that's cinema swirl at gmail.com if you haven't already please do subscribe on whichever podcast thing you use if you enjoyed the show please do recommend it to a friend and thank you so much to everyone who's done that already it is really greatly appreciated thanks again for listening we'll see you next time bye
Sorry, I just realized here where I am on Skype, my little picture-in-picture thing, your shirt, the top of it, fills in the top of my head perfectly. Oh, wow. Okay. (laughs) It's amazing. It's like, whoa, part of me went into Sam's reality. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that can happen now. Now we've watched Total Recall. All bets are off.